0: This podcast, the Shadowrun 4th edition Actual Play Podcast. I am Simon.
1: I play Bertha Huggins, aka Huggy Bear.
2: I'm Al or Draenor. I'm playing
3: Mav or Maverick. My name is Liz and I will be playing Euron.
4: I'm Hannah or Ardwin. I play Slipstream.
5: My name is Jack. I'm going to be playing Toyger. Hello, I'm Michael and I'll be playing Sunshine.
0: And my name is Ridian. I am the GM. If you would like to follow our runner's journey through 2072's New York, please feel free to check out the link to our Living Campaign map in the show notes. Additionally, if you would like to submit any new locations or create background information for any of the districts, details on how to submit this can also be found in the show notes. The following content may contain themes and material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Last time on the podcast, after wiping the 39 Ragers off the map with the help of the Havoc Gargoyles, the team managed to rescue Abby and now have both Frankie and his Conlink in their hands. Time to go and make some deliveries.
1: Huckett is going to ask everyone if they can see anything else that is worth taking. You know, any clad sticks, any weapons that are going to be easy to pass on.
0: Could everybody just give me a perception check who is searching and uh, I will go.
1: I'm searching via Grendel, so should I use his perception?
0: Uh, Is it running on autonomous?
1: No, I'm going to switch. Once this is over, I'll be putting Gretel and Hansel on auto. And take and code swimming into Grendel.
0: If you could give me your rigged in perception for uh, Grendel, please. I've gotten rolls from Mav and, and Miren.
1: Ironically, its perception is
5: better when I'm not uh, jumped in.
0: All right, so I'm still lacking
5: rolls from Toiger. Uh... So in the van, sort of veg-tar. I was going to say just on a whim out of curiosity, can I have the Spirit of Beasts ascend the area? Yeah, absolutely. There's very unlikely to be anything, but you know, you never know. If you give me a perception roll, because it's perceiving
0: on the astral rather than reading an aura... Perception... It tells you that there's a few um, auras that are fading from people who are dying. The astral here is not particularly nice. There's just an underlying sense of simmering anger and
5: resentment, but beyond that, nothing noteworthy. Very well done, good kitty. You can go back to where it is you are when you're not here now, if you like. It dematerializes. To get an idea of what
0: the astral here is like, has anybody ever seen the movie Human Traffic?
1: no and that doesn't sound like a movie i particularly want to see
0: it's actually a really good movie it's about the early 90s ecstasy and rave scene uh in south wales of all places
1: okay that sounds not what i thought it was
0: yeah that's not what i was
2: expecting
0: there's this one bit where there's two guys sat on a sofa and one of them had a little bit too much to smoke and is getting really paranoid and just turns around to the guy next to him after they've been having a happy conversation and goes sometimes I look into your
5: eyes and all I see is resentment that's what the astral's like here just this constant miasma of sad impotent anger at nothing in particular Yeah, just sits there and doesn't do anything Ah, sounds like racists. So, what else are people doing?
2: What do we find?
1: Well, Huggy will be... As I said, Huggy will be looking around, um, making sure that everybody is actually as dead as they look, making sure that the people that we want to be alive are not as dead as they look, uh, and that anything that is worth taking is taken.
0: Okay, so in terms of what you get, I'm gonna say that the guys who were in the room where the grenades went off, everything is fucked. But you get yourself six Ares Predators and six Remington 990 shotguns. You get two clips for each of the Ares Predators.
1: I think the weapons you we can give to
0: the gargoyles. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, that makes my life easier. You get about 300 New Yen on assorted cred sticks
4: i think maybe uh elf chick should have 300 yen on her pockets i mean she has more than earned it
5: yes seconded Sec- uh, thirded yep or triple
1: i'm not going to object to that She's are a today. shit day
4: is there any uh decent booze lying around maybe a little bit of vodka made by my favorite bank
1: decent- Booze. So these guys look like they drink anything other than their own piss.
0: Uh, not really.
4: I kid you not, Russian Standard Vodka, Ru- their Bank, same branding. I don't know who's rinsing money foam. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> so, there's, it's mainly Soyweiser and Synthahol. There, there's nothing good in here. It's
4: White Lightning of Awakened World.
0: I mean, yeah. It's not even that good. It's cheap dreck that gets you trashed.
4: Well, I mean, they are trashed, so they have their heart's desire.
0: There's also scattered around the room in various baggies. There's about 500 New Yen in miscellaneous assorted street drugs. Uh, So there's some weed, there's some bliss. There's a little bit of cram and jazz that they didn't get a chance to take.
4: I know someone who would appreciate the jazz because he does appreciate the jazz. so you know maybe he will forgive me for um, waking him up
5: oh that's sweet you get about
0: four do- doses of jazz and about say 10 doses of bliss and say about 300 in like weed
5: and ecstasy and stuff like that so while everyone's looting this place Toyger's gotten out of the van and he's just sort of wandering around in the main room. Is the finger still embedded in the pool table? Yeah. No, unless anybody's taken it
0: taken it out, there's just the finger from a cyber hand with a razor, uh, hand razor
5: sticking out the end, just jammed in the pool table. There isn't any more. Toyger's pocketed it. You're taking trophies? Yes. Weird, but okay.
1: It's shiny. So what are we doing with this... Gentleman. Hansel turns her gun towards the living ganger.
2: It wasn't part of the
3: job, I don't care what
2: you do. I mean, if any of you want him dead, kill him. His gang's fucked, let's just go.
1: Yeah, we turn him over to the, um, to the gargoyles as well. Yeah. And we
2: will leave him to their tender tender mercies. mercies. Not Frankie. The guy who's currently cowering in a puddle of, um,. His friend's body parts. (laughs) Miscellaneous body fluid.
0: Vinny and Dienka grab him, one by an ankle, one by a wrist, and just start dragging him out into the street.
1: Well, this is going to be a watching.
0: So are you guys grabbing Frankie, or are you... Yeah, Frankie's coming with us.
1: At this point, Huggy is going to step out of the van.
0: What are you doing with Abby at Abby, we're going to take out... Respectfully leaving her curled up on the pool table with 300 New Year's in her pocket, or...?
2: Nope. We're going to give her to one of the random gargoyles and say, take her somewhere decent and look after her when she wakes up. No,
1: they're not. They are going to take her to... I believe there was someone whose friend she was. and In that case, Huggy is going to get her, put her up in the van.
2: Yeah, that's what... You get... Uh, Sunshine calls her friend
0: yeah so uh, we'll say that Sunshine phones Abby's friend and he comes round and he gives her basically puts a slap patch on her and says look we'll get you home etc etc she
1: she gets a slap patch from the van
0: she's gonna feel like shit for a few days but
1: oh yes but she's going to feel a lot less shit than if she if we hadn't done this
0: uh, so, are you guys taking Frankie over to the van to be taken away? Oh yes. Yep.
1: Yes, and now that he doesn't have the vor- we we don't have the worry of um, him, you know, accidentally bleeding to death. We, so you can take off his hamstrings now, if you want to.
4: I mean, I have I have, I have decorated him. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Toyga takes trophies, Slipstream leaves them. That seems fair.
4: I mean, I feel that this guy does not need use of his feet, so maybe I shall break bones with Pommel of Sword.
1: That seems like a good idea. It means just in case something does go wrong and he tries to run, he doesn't have any feet to run on.
4: Yes, he cannot. Yes.
5: So much more fun when they try to run away on broken feet.
1: Yes, that is true. You were the person I was expecting to say that.
4: Well, the rest of us thought it was implied, huh? Punching Nazis is,
0: like,
2: totally fine. You guys are sick, you know? What? He's a racist? They're not people, you know that.
0: Yes. So, as you guys head over to uh, the van and you put Frankie, not particularly gently, in the back, the gargoyles, four of them are holding this ganger, They've got one limb each, and they're stretching him out. They're all pretty big orcs, and the rest of them are taking turns at taking a run-up to kick him in the bollocks.
1: that's not quite where I was expecting this to go. I was expecting this to go... Do you know the ancient Persian uh, execution method?
5: The one with the horses and the ropes and the running in opposite directions.
1: Yes, I was expecting that, but there's motorbikes.
0: I mean, they're taking their time over kicking him to death. The evening is young. Ah, enough. That's what they want to do.
4: I-, I wind down window and it's like, hey guys, bonus points for splitting Wiener in half, duh?
0: One of them takes you a moment to realize it's a lassie. You realize that she spent a bit of time to find one of Frankie's lost fingers and she super glued it to the toe cap of her boots just as she's taking her run up.
4: Elsa, Elsa,
0: Oigo waves his finger at her. That, that is
1: ingenious. And I want that woman to, te- to that woman deserves a point of edge.
4: Like- You would quite like woman to do unspeakable things to you, Dad. What?
0: Unspeakable things to someone. Driving away from Crown Heights, with Frankie secured in the back of the van, you text the numbers the gang has provided you and head to the parking garage in a nearby abandoned part of Port Morris, which that's in the Bronx. It seems closed up from the outside but there's an elf with an acid green bandana hanging out on the corner uh, having a smoke and he nods to you and points towards a security door that an orc in red black and white is opening. So you drive into the parking garage and it's one of those ones where you have to go round round and round to go up and up like a multi-story car park and you arrive on the sixth floor where the gang has told you in the text to meet. There's about ten of them uh, from each gang, so there's ancients, there's sons, and there's the dwarf gangers there, all with their bikes. And there's also a beaten-up bulldog step van.
1: There are now two beaten-up bulldog step vans.
0: And I'm assuming Mirren's car as well. Uh,
3: yep.
1: Yeah.
3: I hate it, I love it.
1: Well, Huggy will get out of the van, and we'll, I think we get Murun to carry him. Mm -hmm. Murun is certainly the strongest of us.
0: The troll and the elf uh, stood not exactly shoulder to shoulder, kind of. They don't want to not be able to see each other. There's not enough trust there for that. They kind of nod to you, and the elf says, I see you got delivery for us.
1: One racist, still alive, as ordered.
3: I carry him by his neck, just kind of jiggle him around, still kicking. He looks
0: at him and says, two minutes, Dave. And a guy gets out of the step van. He's in ancient's colors, but he's got like magic sigils on him. He's pretty obviously a mage. Comes over, puts his hands on the guy's head and says... Yeah, he's
2: still alive. Just... Mav looks slightly guilty. (laughs) He tied me.
4: This was agreement, Da. You can question him when he wakes up. There there is no penalty for slight little extra damages that we do. In fact, I had the impression it was, uh, if not required, then encouraged.
0: The big troll, the leader of Sons of Sauron, just sighs and says, Just get on with it and heal him already. The mage kind of looked... At, yes, Dave the mage has a moment where he looks at the Ancients' ganger, who just kind of looks at him and says, You heard what the man said? And he shuts his eyes for a few moments. Then Frankie just has one of those moments where his head goes back and his whole body sort of convulses for a few seconds and you can see wounds stitching up in front of you. It looks like there's a little bit of a moment where his body actually tries to heal the cyberware, which is, that's a little disturbing, but he eventually just gasps and goes, (laughs) and looks around and then just goes pale as he sees the two gangers in front of him. The Sons of Sauron guy just leans down takes him by the chin between thumb and forefinger. His thumb covers most of Frankie's cheek and just says...
3: Good morning. We're wanting a conversation with you.
1: I think your friend might find it interesting to know that this gentleman was trying to use a young elf girl as a hostage and was threatening to do rather unpleasant things to her.
3: I see. Well, in that case... I think you get the first turn. I think these are yours. And he
0: and the elf both hand you uh, a stack of cred sticks. Uh, there's basically enough for the agreed upon amount there, but it's split up across like several. They've they've clearly shaken down a bunch of people to get their scratch together uh, at short notice.
5: There's been a whip round. Right? Right. Yeah.
1: I'm doing business with you
0: just as you're leaving his one remaining hand they've wrapped that up in chains and there, there's an orc pulling down on the chain that's been slung over like an i-beam in the ceiling and the troll just as muran i'm gonna say that car car's the second one to leave and Miran just glances in the mirror and notices that the troll's pulling out a combat knife and the elf is just unslinging a monofilament whip So as you leave the parking garage, having dropped off your first package of the night, uh, you head over towards Hunts Point, which is also in Southern Bronx, for your second drop-off of the night. It's very, very different to what you've been dealing with for the rest of the time you've been on this job. There's rows and rows of corporate housing and office blocks of about 15 storeys with clean and bright shops occupying their first and second floors. The AR is pinging off the tags in your clothes in soft tones, showing happy families with smiling faces to offer you a new wardrobe suitable for office wear, perfect for the person moving up in the world, and something better than whatever the hell it was you ate in Crown Heights.
1: We should probably stop somewhere with uh, a gas station or something like that, with a shower too quickly Bruce ourselves up a little, I doubt these people want us turning up covered in gore.
5: The laundromat would be a favourite.
0: You
2: make a good point.
0: I now just have the beautiful image of a shadow-running team sat there in their skivvies. In the laundromat. <laughs>
5: <laughs> a trail of blood leading up to one of the washing machines. I think some of you need to go in the washing machine with the clothes, honestly. You were right up in there. There is one moment where this
0: little old lady comes in and just has this moment of I'm not gonna ask and she is just pointedly ignoring you while she is uh, loading up the machine and putting the detergent in.
4: Slipstream, can you imagine how awesome Slipstream looks without shirts? At this point,
1: Huggy, having had somewhat of a long night is just going to go Well, I've got some eye candy and is
5: not even pretending not to stare. up. Toiger was in the van the whole time. His clothes are pretty clean, but he is sitting next to on the washing machines cleaning his fingernails with what is obviously somebody's cyber finger. I gave a little bit to cleaning off um, the bone. Hey, what kind of
0: area are you doing this in? Are you going? Are you doing this in a nice part of town, or are you are you
2: going? No, we're doing this in a shit part of town. You're doing is this in one of the shitty parts of town? Just checking. Just checking. Where they are used to people walking uh, yeah. in with blood on their boots and cleaning it off? Well, we're not going to get arrested for it. There's a point.
3: Is there a shoe shiner
2: nearby?
0: Not in this district, but there might be in the district you're heading over to. Uh, So, Hunts Point being an A-rated security zone. So, you're driving in from Port Morris. I'll say you just find a laundrette laundromat in Port Morris, which is an E-rated area. Once you arrive at the office building, at the door, a uniformed doorman nods to you and directs you to the elevator. The ride up feels slightly surreal uh, as the AR feed plays a loop of smiling parents of all metatypes with metahuman children, while the armoured and booted runners, who just indulge in a little bit of ultra-violence and casual human trafficking, ride up to the 12th floor. As the doors open, you're met by the larger of the two orcs that you saw. At the start of your evening behind Margaret, the slightly scary little old lady who gave you the job, who looks you over and nods. Mum's in her office. I'll show you where to go. He tells you as he turns to lead you through the dark open plan office. It seems that mothers of metahumanity, better known as Mom, treats her staff pretty well in contrast to the corp office across the street that you can see into, where harassed customer service agents sit at their desks taking calls. When you enter the office, Margaret is sat behind her desk, her suit jacket slung carelessly over it and a glass of whiskey on the rocks held against a temple. Meanwhile her other son is lying back on the couch, the data jack trailing from his neck and plugged into a cyber terminal. Please tell me you have the data, or better yet, the rancid streak of human pride gutter trashes com unit, she asks you as the door opens.
3: I'm going to dig into his pocket, take the comlink out with a flip, when comlink as ordered.
0: She takes it between thumb and forefinger the way that a 1950s housewife wearing thick rubber gloves would pick up something that the dog left on the carpet.
4: I mean, yes, because it is not tomato ketchup.
1: We cleaned it before we handed it to her. We did not hand it to her, still covered in blood and piss.
0: You gave it a once-over with some wet wipes.
1: <laughs> oh, please, we at least Benton got some of those sterilizing pipes you use on the floor.
3: Did I remember to take it out of my pocket when we were at the dry cleaners?
0: <laughs> I'm going to say that <laughs> Sixth World <laughs> complaints are much better with this kind of thing. <laughs> they could survive a trip through the wash. <laughs> oh, I could be such a bastard to you there. <laughs> oh, oh, it went through the laundrette. No data, nobody gets paid.
1: <laughs> if nothing else, I suspect that the Voshas detect comlinks before you turn them on. All of us turn to Muren like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh, that would be absolutely beautiful. But no, no, you are okay. Sixth world com are... <laughs> a phone in the sixth world is a little bit better able to cope with um,
3: this sort of thing. Hey, why does Muren know he's still using a car with an aux, aux connection?
0: She opens a drawer in her desk and pulls out uh, six cred sticks that she places on the table in front of her and says, excellent work, ladies and gentlemen, please avail yourself of the bar. Uh, My son and I need to have a brief discussion, depending on what we find on here. We may have some further work for you. And she walks over to the orc who sat on the couch or lying on the couch, shakes his shoulder. Dean, Dean, what? Huh? They're here. I need you to crack this. Oh, um, okay. I, oh, mom, please, please don't wake me up when I'm tri- in the middle of dealing with IC. Ow, oh. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll deal with it. And he plugs into it and just straight up conks out again. I'll say that Sunshine uh, plugs in and starts cracking open the comlink with him.
1: In that case, I'm gonna head over to the bar and see what's available. Probably not drinking Hurg.
0: There doesn't seem to be any Hurg, but there are some very, very nice spirits. We're talking hundred new yen a a bottle plus.
1: Well, if it's poor, if it's serve yourself, then I will pour myself a generous helping of one of the fancy buns.
0: As she's sitting down with her whiskey again, she looks to Slipstream and says, "Do I know you?"
4: Well, oh, it is a possibility.
0: I've seen you before. Oh, I know exactly where I've seen you. I did rather enjoy your performance as Carl Hefner in The Rise of Dunkelzahn.
4: This is one of my favourite roles.
0: I do, however, feel that the ballerina playing Nadia Daviar she should have brought more fire to the role. Her performance was somewhat underwhelming.
4: She was understudy for day. I mean, Prima Ballerina had unfortunate uh, incident.
0: I see, it
4: You know how things are, they... There is much competition.
0: Indeed, indeed. However, I can see why she was the understudy and not the prima. Uh, however, your performance was most excellent. I did enjoy it.
4: Thank you very much. And I do hope you'll come to uh, the US City Valley again, and maybe I can uh, introduce you to... Dancers after, or maybe before when they smell
0: better. The performance. She smiles and says, They do have that glow about them afterwards, though. Yes, this is
4: true.
0: So, yeah, you she basically just makes small talk with you guys for a little while. And eventually, Dean sits up, grins, and looks at his mum and says, I've got it. Dean. We're going to need a little bit more information than it. What do you have? T- tell you what, Mum, I'll, I'll ping it over to you. You have a look through it in AR. It, it's, it's a lot easier to just show it to you than explain. <sighs> all right, come on, show me. So she excuses herself for a few moments and she's kind of scrolling through AR windows and eventually closes them all down and looks at you. This was some excellent work. I believe we have what we need and I have another job for you. So the time now is 4 a.m. I have two hours to sleep before I have a meeting with governor tomorrow. We will. I will need this done by 9 a.m. It's Monday now, 9 a.m. on Tuesday. We are sadly on a tight schedule, and as such, I'm happy to offer each of you five thousand New Yen for some retrieval of data and potentially unwilling personnel from a humanist safe house. Are you willing to accept, or do I need to make some phone calls?
4: You are asking if we would like to beat up more Nazis.
0: Well. They're not exactly Nazis, however, the sentiment is similar, I believe. There's a little bit. Th- th- if we're going to get into semantics technically with Nazis, there's the whole Aryan pride. They're, they're just human pride. Same. Same Buldrek, different era, but let's at least be precise about things.
4: I am
3: we're in. Do you have any information?
4: What are the.
1: the- Constraints, the constraints of this job.
0: I believe if I answer your friend's uh, question first, she nods at Muran about the location, then that will explain our constraints slightly more. So it's a safe house that humanists appear to use when the members have a little bit too much heat upon them, and it's hidden beneath a community centre in the Georgetown area of South Brooklyn one moment please she has a moment where she flicks through some ar windows and says yes it is the one i thought it was uh this is community center is sponsored by Humanist. they they use it as a soft front to raise funds for their other community projects it's usually re- relatively mundane they have a policy of what you might call soft discrimination to improve the lot of the humans whilst leaving the rest of metahumanity behind. The data we need is stored on an air-gapped system, which is why we need you to go in, otherwise I would simply ask Dean to do so. He's rather good at this sort of thing, uh, so we need you to grab it on a data chip. If there's anybody else hiding in the safe house, I will give you a bonus of 2,000 to bring one of them back to me al- alive. Uh, shall we say that I know people that are somewhat good at getting results. I would prefer that no one is killed, but I know what I'm asking for and like the outcomes. But once again, there is to be no collateral damage. Just. I consider the people within the safe house to be expendable. Everyone outside it to be a civilian, uh, even if they do have humanist links. Most members of humanity, humanists, are fools, but it is possible to teach a fool.
1: I'm sure that we can work within those constraints.
0: Lovely. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a meeting with the governor. In she looks at her. Watch An hour and three Three quarters Before I have to leave here So I would quite like To get some sleep For I have not had any Since that bomb went off I don't think any of us have I well understand Happy hunting Ladies and gentlemen
1: Huggy will bow low Finish her drink And head to the door
0: As you bow She actually stands up And comes over and says, Kindly do not bow. It is wholly unnecessary and gives others ideas. I'm sorry. i The culture from which
1: I I was raised was somewhat more formal.
0: I understand and appreciate the gesture of respect, but it is not necessary. (laughs) I should
1: try another understand. Lovely.
3: Well, Nair is for a job. We'll see you tomorrow morning okay let's go
1: so we are all 500 yen richer unless Muren doesn't want to take the 200 for the delivery of um,
3: I'll take it
2: you're missing a zero in everything you say 5000 yen richer yes that's what I meant
1: we are 5,000 yen richer, unless uh, Muren doesn't want to take the second job.
3: Why not? If, they, if they're going to pay me for a job done, I'll take the money.
1: You were saying earlier that you might not take it, so just wanting to make sure. That that
3: was no, I just didn't agree to the job. But the job was done. Um, but I did the job. But you did it. Indeed. And, you know, my car yeah, doesn't see. pay for itself. Uh, so that was 5,000 for all of us, right?
1: Yes. 2,000 for, um, for the delivery of Frankie and 3,000 for de- the delivery of the com. That was
5: 7,000 in total, yeah? Boom. Rent made.
0: Oh, uh, there was one other thing. When you were searching the Decker for his comlink, link, because you did say you wanted to do that, whomever did it found that it was implanted in his head.
2: Ah, uh, that would have been me. It is now slightly ruined then.
4: Well... I don't know, no, because I severed his neck, so his head, it can be salvaged.
1: it can take it out of there.
2: Unfortunately, headwear is less resellable. How much less resellable? Second-hand wares are shit.
0: Are you guys heading over to Georgetown?
1: I think we should all try and get some sleep before we try and do this.
3: Yes, let's start the recce for this job. This needs to be done by morning. We've got seven hours, sorry. More, more Oh, okay.
2: We've got, like, 26 hours to do this. Which is not long, but we can afford to do some recce in the day and then, um, hit at night.
1: I think we try and get some sleep now do some bracky in daylight, then it's not going to be quite so suspicious that there's a bunch of people
0: wandering around. How many hours are you getting some shut eye for?
1: Probably not more than four.
0: Okay. Are you just sleeping in, in the vehicles, or are you driving anywhere, because that will take you a bit of time.
2: I mean, we could find a coffin motel that's on the way, sleep in actual beds, even if they're shit ones.
0: Okay, so you guys head to a coffin motel. You've got 26 hours. You've spent five of those hours to get four hours sleep and to head over there. Just as you're waking up at the coffin motel slipstream, you get you get a phone call. Hello? Aurel? Aurel, where are you?
4: Well, it is morning. Yes, it is very early morning.
0: Yes, yes, it is morning, A.T. We've, we've got practice. James has sprained his ankle. We need you here now. Really? Yes, really.
4: What was James be doing? Okay, I will get on train.
0: Uh, he, he was doing a lift with one of the girls, and she sneezed at just the wrong moment, and he twisted and it. It's a whole thing. We just need you to get over here.
4: Yeah, okay. So.
0: How, how soon can you be here? We, we, we've got a matinee.
4: Well, I will be there before matinee starts, because is what? Right yes, now is, like, How? what time?
0: Yes, but we need to practice before then, uh, AT. Yes, but what is role? It's you. It's the lead. We just need you here. Now, please. Yes,
4: yeah, so I know role. I will be there. I will be ready for... we can do some hard practice. I am not James, so we'll not fuck it up. Oh, well, good! I am on way. Don't worry, I am running. Uh, I know you cannot hear effort because I am very fit. So you know,
0: I am a uh, subway. Come on, let's 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 be fair, to James. It's not entirely his fault if that fragging idiot girl's got a cold. We'll 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 get you a new. Just get here, okay? Just just well, please I am, get here.
4: Well, I've got to train? I'm through through gates already. God. Okay, okay. you
0: my. Okay, I'll I'll see you when I'm I'm I see you. How long are you gonna be?
4: Depends on train, so you know, could be okay,
0: probably don't... maybe hour. Where are you at the minute? Are you at home?
4: Mm, I am on way to home.
0: On way to home from where?
4: Some place I don't know. I was not meant to be in today, so I went out. <sighs>
0: the... I will I'm be asking, fine. yeah? I'm asking because the Hellgate line's gotta. Ah, <sighs> uh, they
4: I will not be using Hellgate Line, I will be using okay. either A-Train A or Line 2,
0: I think. Alright, whatever. Just just don't use that train line, it's fragged, just get here. Yeah, of course. Alright, and it, the line clicks off, and dude's clearly stressed as shit.
4: Yeah, well, also, Is it? You, does James sound like Dancer to you? No.
0: No. All right, so slipstream's buggering off. So to head over to Georgetown, who is going in which
3: vehicle? Well, I'll be driving my own.
5: I want to go to Muren's sweet car. You're in the car with
0: Muren. I'm going to leave Sunshine undefined, because she's not my character and her player is not here. Mav, are you in the car with Huggy?
2: I'm in the van with Huggy.
1: All right, okay, cool. I will be changing out the rounds into drones from regular to gel
0: it's the middle of summer uh it's kind of hot as well so driving into georgetown you find yourself checking the date on your com just to make sure it really is 2072. the boroughs around it with a kind of urban hellscape that you're used to working in all over the city gang tags and rampant urban decay with the background wail of sirens just with the added fun of the tower blocks that got torched in the area during the Night of Rage that still haven't been torn down, cutting the sky like jagged rotten tusks left over from when the rioters made their way to Coney Island. But here in Georgetown? It's like you've stepped back in time 70 years before the Crash and Awakening. The only thing telling you that it's definitely the 2070s is some campaign posters up on lawns urging people to vote for An- Anthony Powell, the Republican senator for Brooklyn in the UCAS Senate next month. Rows upon rows of two-story brick and white synthwood houses that all look the same, make it seriously easy to get lost here, and you find yourself having to park up in a strip mall to reprogram the map on your comlink. Facing you is a gun store with a display of the UCAS flag, with a pair of crossed assault rifles and a banner that says It's your right above it, and some locals watching the group of metas that have parked up in their midst with some hard stares. Uh, Come to think of it, the only people you've seen here that weren't human was the occasional elf and one dwarf who was operating a dumpster truck. After getting the map fixed, you start to head towards the community centre. When you hear the whoop whoop of an NYPD Inc. squad car behind you that flashes its lights, and the driver flashes an ARO at you to pull over. Murden, You sigh as the parking brake crunches into place. He gets out the car, walks over and makes the universal sign to wind down the window. Licence and registration, and then keep your hands on the wheel please.
3: Uh, I will take out my fake sin there.
0: What rating is your fake sin, please? Uh, I believe it's R4. All right, so he is going to run it through a sin scan. So you've basically pinged up an augmented reality window for him, and he's uh, running it through his sin checker. He kind of looks you over and says, So what brings
3: you to Georgetown, sir? I've heard a lovely neighbourhood. Just wanted to stop by, see what uh, see what's around here.
0: I see. And how long are you going to be
3: here? Pretty much just driving through before heading back up north. You're in the
0: car with Toyger. Uh What weapons does Mirren have, please?
3: Uh, I have the combat axe, a survival knife, an Ares Predator with gel rounds, and uh, that's it. He...
0: Glances over you and says, Sir, I'm going to ask you to unbutton your jacket and open the left breast so that I can see inside, please. Sure thing, no problem. Happy to help. As you do, I imagine you've got the gun slung in a sort of classic cop, Secret Service bodyguard holster, like the underarm ones. Yes, that's so. Uh... So, I'll be honest, on a troll, it looks comically small. It looks a little bit like a Derringer, but this thing sh- fires a round that's 10 mil in diameter.
3: Oh, I bought it uh, for my son. You know, I thought you needed a toy.
0: He doesn't even... There's not even a twitch of the corner of the mouth from this dude. As he looks you over and says, I'll need to see the license for that, please, sir. He's just completely ignoring Toyga this, this whole time. He's he's not asked Toyga for his sin or anything like that.
1: Hmm, must have happened. Michael asks a human.
0: So he takes the ARO um, and puts it up in front of him. And you can see these in your your augmented reality in front of you. And he's comparing them. And he's taking way too fragging long over this. And you're just, are you, what are you doing while he's doing this? Is there a problem, officer? He just looks at you and says, currently not and then continues looking at them and eventually sniffs and enjoy your stay in uh, in georgetown
3: thank you very much officer and uh, you have a nice day thank you for your hard work and i'll give him a big toothy grin
0: i hope your stay is brief but enjoyable, and he turns and walks away i'm gonna turn to tiger
5: what was that about?
1: Everything okay over there? You
5: guys have stopped. It is now. It briefly wasn't. It is now.
1: This is fire. you don't put the matter in the driving seat when you're riding through a racist neighborhood.
5: I was afraid I was going to have to do that. Is there a problem with my driver bit? At which point my skin would have crawled off my flesh and up my neck.
1: That might not have been the best choice.
2: Couldn't have been the worst.
1: Yes, but I think that watching somebody's skin literally, literally crawl off would probably have been worse than seeing a troll in a nice, white person neighbourhood.
2: On, oh, we're not that kind of racist. I suspect these guys are.
3: The problem is it's a modified car, who else could drive it? Ain't hey, none of you got legs long enough.
5: I was very afraid for a moment I was going to have to convince him that his legs were covered in venomous ants, but fortunately we never got to that point.
2: Ah, wizards.
1: It's nice to find it on your side.
3: You keep keep thinking that, Huggy. So I guess at this point we're gonna pull out and try to catch up to the other van.
0: Okay, so breathing a sigh of relief as the cop gets back into his car, you continue on to Veterans Avenue until you can see the Glass and steel Community Centre. The it's I think it's about nine o'clock you're arriving at as a big banner slung across the front saying Charity drive and bake sale today for the Flatlands Homeless Centre Around the building and through the windows you can see lots of shiny happy plastic people and families milling around tables and others bringing donations to sell and others leaving with their purchases and screaming offspring who have smeared their faces in cake Complications are something you're used to drugged-up dick gang as a one prospect. But this is just obnoxious.
2: We do have until nine o'clock tomorrow to do this. We don't have to hit while it's an open community center. So let's not.
1: This, it seems, is a job for the humans to do.
2: There but for the grace of genetics go I.
1: Well, I think that having the slightly beaten-up step van with the metas in it is outside of a community centre is not our best image right now.
5: No, they're all resting. Let's move on.
1: So let's not be here. Let's find a more reputable neighbourhood to park up in.
2: Look, there's, um, Flatlands just next door. That's a lovely, healthy e-security
5: neighbourhood
1: feel like being back home. Well, my
5: home here. This place feels a bit too much like home. That's part of the problem.
1: Well, you can be the one to wander around and look at things. Maybe you can get yourself some cake.
5: I do need to be strong cake.
2: Only once in the lifetime of humanity has an offer of cake sounded less nice. Where was that? This was a drawing.
5: I was thinking let them eat cake, but uh, we were clearly thinking of different things. Honestly, I'll take my chances with the psychopathic robots. At least it openly wants you dead. These ones pretend.
2: Don't worry, these people don't want you dead. Not yet, at any rate. We're
1: still around. We are going to be taking the van out of here and parking. Mm -hmm. Either in in Bergen Beach or in the Flatlands.
2: I vote just west of Party City. We can park just, like, a couple of blocks in the
5: Flatlands. That's right there I'm going to say that Murin's dumped Toyger out in front of the community centre and driven off before he gets arrested for loitering or something ridiculous
3: I, I'm, I'm totally behind that
1: I think it's best that we have dropped off Sunshine as well
5: Thank you for listening to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast
0: we hope that you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you again in two weeks' time for our next episode. Intro is More Human Than Human by Carl Casey, and the background music is also by Carl Casey. Outro music is Neon Thrills by Luck Hash. All sound effects are from freesound.org and credited in the show notes. The Topps Company Inc. has the sole ownership of the names, logo, artworks, marks, photographs, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Topps Company Inc. has granted permission to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any other proprietary material for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Pride Against Prejudice podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast remain the property of their respective owners. The Pride Against Prejudice podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. So if you want to use any part of the show, please give us the credit.